This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Hello there. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, podcast number 11. America's number one source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly. Dude, we're on podcast number 11. This is like kind of a more of a milestone than last week, isn't it? We're officially in the double digits now. Yeah, we've hit double digits. That's that's kind of good. I wish I could give myself a pat on my back. I think I'll just jerk off instead later tonight. Does your scoliosis prevent you from doing that? Yeah, it's that hump. It's that hump. that I can't reach the hand around the hump. Right. It's difficult. The hump is pretty hot, though. Dude, chicks dig it. Yeah. It's a sympathy fuck. I live for that. Anyways, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day, so to all you Irish people out there and uh, all you other people pretending to be Irish, happy St. Patrick's Day. Please get drunk and, uh, I don't know, lose the ability to reproduce in a car accident so we don't have to deal with this holiday anymore. <laughs> I love this holiday. St. Vomit's Day. St. <laughs> Vomit's Day. Actually, you know, I kind of... If you go out into the city, any city, where there's a bunch of bars on, on St. Patrick's Day, you're virtually guaranteed of seeing some drunk chick puke in the street and I, that's a good holiday as far as I'm you know, concerned some chick bedecked in like green beads puking in the streets probably gonna get laid later that night or raped right. or something by a leprechaun yeah girls can puke and then still get laid guys can't do that no dude because we'd be passed out right and someone would be pouring shamrock shake on our balls or something <laughs> I could see that happening that's almost as good as getting laid speaking of which have you had a shamrock shake this year yet no, I'm not a big uh, shamrock shake guy. Oh, dude, you should go get it. Leprechaun cum. That's the hidden ingredient. I don't know how many people know that. <laughs> or is that the only ingredient? <laughs> no, they add like some mint dye to it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't come out green? I think, I think that's how it is. No, but seriously, St. Patrick's Day is a day to go out and get wasted and just to get fucked up. And I'm sure tomorrow in uh, San Francisco, people are just going to be getting loaded. Are there, are there that many Irish bars in the city? Oh, hell yeah. Where? There's uh, the ones on Battery. I don't know what the names of any of them are. There's oh, that, that place. One, the Irish Bank. Yeah, there's that place on uh, Sutter, I guess. You or, never no, see that Irish many Bank. Irish people. Well, you got to go out on St. Patrick's Day. I guess. I don't know, what's the significance of that holiday? Uh, the St. Patrick drove all the snakes out of Ireland with, with a shillelagh or something. And so that's why they have to drink green beer? Irish people just like to drink and... St. Patrick. They're drinking anyways, and St. Patrick's color is green, so they, they turn the beer green. Well, I guess I'll have to go. In honor of that, now that I know that, I'm going to have to go and celebrate tomorrow night. Yeah. I don't know. Finally, on that note, what's the difference between St. Patrick's Day and Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Uh, I don't know. St. Patrick's Day. Everyone wants to be Irish. <laughs> but I'm pumped. God, that's bad. That's bad. I got a good, I got a good Irish person joke. What's the difference between an Irish wedding and an Irish wake? What? One less drunk. <laughs> God, this has turned into like an Irish bashing show. That's how we move on. So anyways, um, people, as you know, we uh, Sick and Wrong is listed on iTunes. It's also on uh, a number of other podcast directories. It'll be podcastdirectory.net, um, Podcast Alley. And we invite people podcast to, pickle. Yeah, Podcast Pickle. We invite people to go check out these sites and subscribe to the uh, show from there. 
And leave us a review, you know? Like, leave us a comment. Whether it be good or bad, I don't really care. Give us some feedback. Some kind of feedback. Well, you know what? Someone did. A listener gave us feedback on the iTunes page. He wrote us a review. And, dude, I, I seriously, I was laughing so hard. I was reading it today, th- this afternoon, and I'm like, this is great. This is great. So we're going to have to talk about it tonight on the podcast. So if you go to the iTunes page, just search for Sick and the Sick and Wrong elephant shitting on that guy or the dead guy will come up and you can click on it and you can get details of the show and right underneath is a review written by some self-righteous homosexual i i presume well yeah no i think i think so it's implied by his comment he might be presumably he's a homosexual man and he wrote us this comment and uh lance did you print out the page can you read that yeah you want me to read the whole thing yeah, re- read this review. It's great. I love that this is our one comment. I'd like it if there were more, but I love this is our first one. Uh, not sick enough is the header. Mildly amusing, though my friends in college were much sicker and wronger than these milk toast suburbanites. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite phrase. Yeah. And we didn't have the internet then. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Just I think more... we're sicker as a society now Good. that we have the internet. He ends it with, just more proof that if you want cheap, sick laughs, you should look to gay guys and not straight guys because they tend to be lame. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I couldn't agree with him more. Yeah. No, no, seriously. It's, it's, he's saying that straight guys tend to be lame and he, he's implying that we're not sick enough. But if you think about it, the act of sodomy almost you know homosexual sex in itself is sicker than anything we do right i mean these guys have to deal with like a frothy mixture of semen shit and lube as a byproduct of their having sex almost every time they have anal sex but i don't really understand what this i mean guy... i guess we do too I, but i don't they probably do it on a more regular basis i don't understand what what this guy's looking for i mean does he want us to do more articles about gay guys or would he just rather that the show was uh, instead of the sick and r- more sick and wrong article of the week, you know the most sick and wrong thing we, you and I, could shove up our butt for the week. Maybe he would like that more. Well, you, what I think he That'd does be a good sh- show. I would but, listen to that. Yeah, but I don't, don't want to. Sh- I, I don't want to shove anything in my ass to, <laughs> for say, the sake of doing a fucking podcast. I didn't say podcast. I wanted to participate. I'm saying I would listen if so. If he were to do that show, I would probably su- subscribe to his podcast. Well, I think and the, I'd give him a good review. I'd well, say this is a great show. Well, my opinion, I think the guy misunderstands the purpose of this show and we're not doing anything sick and wrong what we're doing is presenting an article where someone did something sick and and contrary to what this guy thinks i mean we we covered some stuff i imagine that's pretty sick but maybe it's not sicker than what his friends did in college i mean the guy might have hung out with jeffrey dahmer back then and you know it's just like on a you know weekend drunk binge he like you know got some kids to come back to his house and ate them. Do you think I mean, he... that could be? That's definitely sicker than what I do. Is I'm... he implying that him and his friends in college did worse things than like go have sex with horses and maybe one of them died? Because that's a story we did. That wasn't sick enough for him. Yeah, but I mean, maybe he's saying because we didn't have sex with the horse, we're not as sick as his friends in college. But like you said, I think he's misunderstanding the shit. I, I think he's misunderstanding the point. But what's but I, funny? I also I want to you know I do appreciate him leaving a comment, and I think more people should comment <laughs> if they like hate the show or if they like the show. Anybody, I, I'd appreciate a comment. Right now, this guy is my favorite guy in the world because yeah. he left us the first review that we've had, and it's funny as hell. Yes. Yeah, it was really funny. It made me laugh out loud, and I was telling all these people at work, I'm like, dude, check it out. We got a review from this guy. 
And, and he said it's not sick enough. That's just great. So he just uh, upped the ante, I guess. He we upped gotta, the ante, so now we, we have harder. to just get sicker. Definitely. But people, we invite you to leave a review. Go go check out our page on iTunes. And what kind of sucks about it is you have to sign up for like a .Mac account. Yeah, you do. I think. So if, if you already have a .Mac account, then it would be easier for you. Just go sign up and uh, leave us a review. Yeah, pan us. We, we don't care. We just want something up there. And then we can, uh, I don't know, disparage you on our next podcast. <laughs> We're not disparaging this guy. We're just wondering what he wants. We want to know exactly what he wants us to do because we're here to make the audience happy. Dude, I don't even know what. But we're I not want... going to shove stuff in. I, our I don't even know what this pervert wants us to do, but I'm willing to wager that I'm probably not going to do what he wants. Right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. He's but not, still, he's it's never great. Clear about it. It's still great that we got it. Well, anyways, um, we got to get on to uh, the meat of the podcast here, the actual purpose of the show. And uh, that is, as as always, Lance and I compete here to find the sickest article of the week, and the winner gets a case of beer. And so we invite you to vote, and we've been getting a lot of votes. Last week, uh, Lance won. Um, I don't even remember the article because I smoked too much pot. But whatever the article was that was in Podcast 10, you won. Oh, yeah, the cat, China, the cat yeah, crushing. In China, the, the kitten some, crushing. some woman was crushing a cat's head with her heel. We got like and, four and votes the, for that. And published the pictures that are on the internet. Yeah, we got like four votes for that. But and, nobody uh, really knew who she was. They only know her internet alias. Well, as it turns out, we have a follow-up article that we'll get to in a, in a bit. But anyways, um, yeah, we invite you to vote, Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Or uh, you can email us right through our MySpace page. Which I believe is uh, myspace.com slash sick and wrong podcast. So, right. uh, yeah, interaction. We love that. I say we get on with it. Yeah, let's go. Let's start the show. All right, my article this week, dude, it was tough. It was tough. I had three really good articles. This was a good week. Yeah, this was a good week for uh, Deviant News. But I had three really good articles, and I had to narrow it down to this one. And I believe I'm probably going to save the next one maybe for next week because it's pretty good. And then I threw this one away about this guy who uh, pissed on his two-year-old daughter. He was drunk and just pissed on her. And I was thinking, yeah, it's it's pretty sick. But, uh, But, yeah, I was just like, you know, it was a really short one, so... Maybe we'll mention it later. Anyways, uh, my article, unfortunately, I was looking, I was really trying this week to find an article on domestic ground. I was trying to find something that happened in the continental U.S. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of foreign news. Yeah, it's just been all this, like, foreign foreign perversity that's been happening. Like, all this, this these foreign atrocities. And I was looking for something that happened domestically. Couldn't find anything. So this one, once again, going to rely on the land down under. Happened in Australia. Sydney, Australia, to be exact. We got a lot of articles from Australia for some reason. I don't know Dude, why. Well, Australia, you know, started as a prison. Is that why? Prison so colony? I think, uh, I think these people have it in their genes to, uh, com- you know, continue committing these violent acts. Son kills nagging mother to avoid full-time care. I guess that's one way to avoid, uh, you know, put him in a nursing home. Man bludgeoned his nagging elderly mother to death with a steel pipe because he couldn't stand the thought of becoming her full-time caregiver. Philip Raymond Parks, 49 years old, he's a 50-year-old man, he uh, <clears throat> recently admitted to murdering his almost blind mother at her home in uh, Sydney's Northern Beaches. This happened last year. I guess his mother was 83 years old. Her name was Grace. She was bludgeoned to death with a steel pipe right in her house. And uh, her house was then ransacked by her son in an attempt to paint her death as a bungled robbery. 
So the guy's a criminal mastermind. So uh, Parks, the uh, the murderer, the son, fronted a media conference with his brother shortly after the murder to plead for information, saying, quote-unquote, he couldn't understand why anyone would do this to such a frail and sickly woman. <laughs> <laughs> a month later, he was arrested and charged with her murder. I guess um, giving evidence during uh, the sentencing, he uh, said that his family decided that he was the one who was going to have to give up his work to care for his ailing mother full time. And that thought just pushed him over the edge. I guess he uh, formerly was employed as a bus driver in uh, Sydney. And the family was like, well, since you have the shittiest job, I think we're going to have to have you be the full time caregiver here. That's just adding insult to injury. <laughs> Since your life has sucked up until now, we're just going to make it suck worse. Just, I mean, your job is so inconsequential. Just quit it and take care of mom, okay? Right. She's half blind. How hard could that be? Uh, I guess they were opposed to putting her into some kind of you know long-term care facility. So, so um, was he, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, uh, he was definitely opposed to it. Um, police, uh, he told police that uh, his mother drove him fucking crazy. She drives me completely crazy. She nags a shit out of me every day. Parks, the father of three, told police uh, during the sentencing. Quote, unquote, the only way I could see, well, my way, I could see out of this situation was to proceed with what I did. Taking her life with my steel pipe. So she couldn't have been too. She couldn't have been too uh, bad off, right? If she was still nagging, isn't like uh, in a, um, an old mom isn't like nagging the signs of life. Well, dude, the, was, that's she, what moms do, right? If she yeah, can do that, that's the ultimate uh, object or activity for a mom to engage in. Well, she was only eighty-three years old. I guess she was half blind, but I mean, maybe in the uh, beginning, the rudimentary stages of uh, senility. But I mean. She still, she still like, could, could nag, nag him. with the best of them. Yeah, she could still nag him to the point of uh, making her son kill her. I assume she so, was nagging the other siblings, too. And yeah, that, I think that's why they were just like, yeah, let's put the psycho bus driver in charge of her. So anyways, um, yeah, I, 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 just, I love the way he says that, though. He's like, this is the only option I had, the only way I could see out of this situation. It's like, why put her in a nursing home? I'll just bludgeon her with a steel well, pipe. Well, it sounds like his siblings wouldn't allow it. And that could be. They had to know something. You know, if this guy is that unstable, they had to know he was that unstable. There had to be signs, right? You think they were just like, we'll just put it with her, put her with him, and we'll all see what happens. Well, I guess a little later on the article. I think they're article, a little bit culpable. Well, it's funny. A little later on the article, he says that uh, he admitted to smoking up to 40 cones of cannabis a day. Jesus. And taking uh, amphetamines in the months leading up to the murder. So not only was he a bus driver, he was a very stone bus driver. Well, it says in the months leading up to the murder, so maybe he wasn't a drug addict before, but this was just his training regiment for what he felt he had to do. Well, he was a bus driver for the Spastic Center, which uh, I think that's a bunch of cerebral palsy people or something. He drove them around. So before his arrest, he was a bus driver for the Spastic Center in Sydney, and he also previously served a prison sentence for armed robbery. And um, was taking antipsychotic and antidepressant medication at the time. So, um, yeah, I, I could just see that family meeting. It's yeah, this like... goes back. So are his siblings culpable in this? I mean, come on. I, I Was this a good si judgment call? I think to put... his siblings are retarded. I, I think I they should be put on trial also. I mean, could you, could you imagine that, like, that family meeting? It's just like, yeah, let's put Philip in charge of mummy. Do you, do I mean, you think... he smokes marijuana and drives a fucking bus. <laughs> I gotta work at the Foster's Brewery. What was he in prison for? Uh, armed robbery. He was just in prison for a little while. <laughs> just a little while. Let's put him in charge of mummy. 
You know, it's kind of funny. He said he felt his drugs may have played a part in the action. He always blames on the drugs. But what ended up happening... Can I mention something? This is another example of us doing the worst uh, accents po- humanly possible. Nobody would ever identify that as being Australian. Dude, my but... Australian accent's dead on. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how many people out there know Australian people, but I've fooled Australian people many a time. I Hello. Think, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think one of our uh, trademarks for our show is bad accents. Really Misleading, bad accents. you know, yeah. Dude, I, I still don't think my accent's that bad for uh, the it Australian. Is. It is. Good day, mate. <laughs> God, that's so dead on. Anyway, it's up. <laughs> in conclusion, what ended up happening, and this is what's cool about the story as they go into detail, I guess he, he thought to himself that, that he had to do it because it was the only solution to everyone's problems. So one day at his mother's house, Parks was alone with her, taking care of her. He struck her twice in the forehead with a steel pipe. But the 83-year-old remained conscious and, according to Parks, was aware that her own child was attacking her and started to berate him. Yeah, still nagging. <laughs> still <laughs> nagging. Parks then trashed the house to make it appear like the scene of a robbery before returning to the room of his nagging mother, nagging and bleeding mother, still to finish her off. The court was told that Mrs. Parks wiped blood from her forehead and kept saying, Why? Why are you doing this to me? This is not supposed to happen this way. Why? You're such a loser. You can't even trash the house properly. Doesn't look like a murder at all. Even though I'm blind, I can tell you're doing a crappy job, you asshole. I knew I should have aborted you. Yeah. I was saying I was going to shove a coat hanger up there the whole time. Oh, you little piece of shit. <laughs> I knew I should have shoved the coat hanger up the punani. You call that a pipe in the face? <laughs> you call that a swing? I'll give you a swing with a cricket bat. But anyways, uh, she kept nagging to him and berating him the whole time while she was dying as she was wiping blood away from her uh, bashed forehead. Parks then hit his mother again three times with a pipe on the back of her head and then sat down watching her mother gurgling blood in her lungs until eventually I assume that she drowned in her own blood. I bet your last gurgle was like, you've always disappointed me. <laughs> <laughs> you've always disappointed me. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. It wasn't that bad. So anyway, it's like, yeah, so she, I feel was, like I was she drowned. I mean, he sat there and watched her. I mean, seriously, this guy, this malevolent bastard, watched his mother, whose head he just bashed in, drown. Uh, in her own blood. He told he told the court that in weeks following his mother's murder, he felt very upset and remorseful over his actions. He said, I could not face what I had done. The amount of pain and suffering I had inflicted on my mummy caused me great distress even today. It's just something I cannot face. It's made me suicidal. That's just court talk. He's just trying to get out of the death penalty. I don't know. So he hasn't been sentenced yet, but uh, he admits that drug his drug taking... Um, smoking up to 40 cones of cannabis a day. What's a cone of cannabis? And, you know, I was trying to think. It says, like, there must be some kind of Australian form of measurement. I have never even heard of that. Or I was thinking maybe it's, like, an Australian way to roll a joint that's more conical. It's like an Australian blunt. A cone? But it's a cone. It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but, uh, 40 cones just seems like sounds it's like a, a lot. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a lot of cannabis. But anyways, yeah, this guy's a pretty sick and wrong bastard, and on the scale... One being not so sick, ten being absolutely fucking disgusting. I'm going to have to give this guy, since it is his mother and he watched her die, hit her a few times, I'm going to have to give this probably about a nine. It's a high one. 
All right. Lance is uh, musing right now. He's yeah, thinking, I'll give it a nine. You're gonna give it a nine? But my whole thing is, I give, yeah, I give, I give stories extra points for just being funny and and fucked up beyond just sick and sickness and wrongness. And this one, I think, kind of uh, was very, you know, had depth in the. It I also of like touch on also, all those categories. Yeah, I also like stories that keep me asking questions, like what the fuck were the other siblings thinking? Uh, you know, what's going to happen to this guy? That's and dude. Thing. I mean, this brother. How big of a bitch was the mom in actuality? I mean, if we knew the mom, would be would we be t- like cheering this guy on? Like, yeah, she had it coming. Well, what amazes me is the fact that she continued to nag even after she was wiping blood off of her face. Dude, they go. Goes back to that's what I said. Old moms or even not so old moms. It's their sole function. It's their sole function. Yeah, God. Especially if you know old moms that are like a widow and like never, either never worked or they've been retired for a while. They have nothing to do other than to nag their children you and, know and talk about you... how much of a disappointment they've been. What probably happens? This guy. You know, I'd been watching Psycho or watching The Simpsons and see Mr. Skinner with his mother, and it just put him over the edge. He's probably yeah. stoned, watching yeah. Psycho, and he's like, oh, this bitch is loony. He might have watched a couple of Crocodile Dundees in there, because I assume they watch that a lot. I think that's there. the only movie they have in Isn't Australia. Isn't that like their national, uh, you know, official treasure. national treasure? <laughs> it's their national treasure, yeah. Official national movie? I, I think that's the only movie that's ever been that's ever been made in Australia, or has ever come out of Australia. That's worth its shit. Well, except for that one with uh, Russell Crowe where he played that skinhead. Romper Stomper. Romper Stomper. That was a good one. And Chopper. Okay. There's Chopper. Been three. Three good this movies. a couple good ones. That's it. Anyways, we move on to uh, Lance's story. I don't know if you're going to be able to beat this one, but uh, bring it. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Lance Wackery, ladies and gentlemen. remember but a long time ago you uh told me about a basically a concept of the perfect way to break up with a girl perfect way to break up with a girl i'll remind you maybe you don't remember but i always it, i always keep it in my mind in the back of my mind in case i ever need to so use it to give her a puppy right you give yeah. her, you you dump her you hand her a puppy and then you leave, and this hey, all you takes. Don't say anything. You just give her the puppy, right? And, and then you leave, and it's and all. This leave. all takes place in the space of like five or ten minutes, right? And then you're gone. She has the puppy. She's happy about the puppy, but she's confused as to why. And you're she gone, got and the she's puppy. confused, and you're out of there before she comes before, to her senses. Yeah, or, exactly. And then maybe she doesn't even ever feel bad because now she's got this puppy. It's, and, it's like a diversion. It's like a diversion, and you're supplementing her need for yeah. yeah. And now she focuses all her attention on the puppy. Have and you ever you thought? Escape. Have you ever thought about just because that's such a brilliant idea? I was just wondering. Have you ever thought of if you were dumped and you wanted to get back with a girl, what the ideal way to do that would be? Ooh, you know, I, I don't think I've I don't ever want to put really... You on, I don't want to put you on the spot. You or know, I, I, I don't know. Maybe then, in that instance, you get something like a cat or maybe a guinea pig. And what, stand outside her door and be With like, oh, you can just, have, the, you you can can have, have this, this cat if you take me a, back? As a peace offering or something. All right, well, my article has to do with probably the worst way to try and get back with a girl (laughs) (laughs) so are you saying it didn't work well let me just tell you about the story what happened this happened in denver uh the guy's actually on trial now and uh this happened maybe uh i don't know a year ago august 2004 a couple years ago but he's on trial now so investigators uh police investigators say a few days after breaking up with patricia gear 
uh, Curtis Gordon Adams stood outside her home and said, what is about to happen is your fault. <laughs> Dude, doesn't that just sound menacing? This just sounds ominous. Yeah. It's just so menacing. He's standing outside of her apartment in Denver, and uh, according to police, he then allegedly, right, he's still on trial, on trial stabbed Cly- a hobo, Clyde Ashcraft, 31 times. Dude, wait. <laughs> so he blamed his actions on his girlfriend, stabbed a hobo in an attempt to get back with her? Well, you know how you know how in some movies or you know the Cyrano de Bergerac. I love the term hobo, by the way. It's you don't hear that as often. I'm as trying you to. Should. I'm trying to. I like the term hobo better than homeless. Was just, hobo in the article? No, or did you it's use my that embellishment. Term? Okay. I think they say homeless guy, but I'm calling. I'm calling all hobo homeless people bums, vagrants. Uh, They're hobos to me now. Well, people should be using that term hobo freely. It's, and it's, I think it's so more homeless people should have the stick with the little handkerchief full of their shit on it. <laughs> So you can Instead pick them of out. the shopping cart? Yeah, the shopping cart just gets in everybody's way. Yeah. So you know how, like, in movies and stuff, the, the guy will try, be trying to either get back with the girl or win the girl, and they'll, like, serenade the girl from her balcony. Like that movie Say Anything, where you had right. the boombox, he's yeah. doing the Peter that was Gabriel a very, song. That was a modern-day variation of it. Well, this is a modern, modern, a post-modern-day <laughs> variation Actually, of it. Actually, this sounds like a psychotic variation of so it. So you, you stand outside your, girl, your ex-girlfriend's apartment, and you say, what is about to happen is your fault. Then you stab a hobo 31 times. <laughs> After the stabbing... <laughs> Adams yells at, yelled at his girlfriend, dedicated to the one I love, I die or kill for you. <laughs> so, so in this guy's deluded mindset, he thought he was impressing her? Like, was this like a demonstration of his, like, virility? I guess. Manliness? Because he didn't even get her, you know, he said, what is about to happen is your fault, and then he stabbed this, this hobo. Well, whatever he happened. Didn't give her, he didn't even give her a chance to come out and be like, no, no, I'll take you back, don't stab the hobo. Whatever happened to, like, a box of chocolates, a Hallmark card, some roses? You gotta bring it more heavy than that these days. Dead bum. That's what, that's what, that's what really gets, melts the girls' hearts these days. So he's in court now. It's because and- of MySpace. He's in court now. Yeah, everything's the fault of MySpace these days. And 50 Cent. Right. So defend, he's in court, and he's got a defense attorney. Defense attorney Drew Nielsen, uh, it's a woman. Her name is DRU. I don't know why you would hire somebody with that weird name. Dr. Drew? Uh, but still, it's spelled D-R-U. It's a woman. Said hmm. uh, She said that jurors shouldn't convict Adams because he was out of his mind at the time and couldn't form the mental intent to commit murder. So she's, you know, basically giving the insanity defense. Sounds completely sane to me. There's another kind of sick and fucked up aspect to it. She said that Adams, that's the guy, his mental state changed dramatically over a period of a month. I assume this is after he broke up with his girlfriend and then a month went by, or then he found this out and then a month went by. uh, He found out that he had been molested as a child by his father. (laughs) Adams erupted in court yesterday. Uh, this article is from today, actually. So this happened uh, Wednesday. He lunged at uh, the veteran prosecutor, Lamar Sims, saying, I should have done it to you. <laughs> Deputies, <laughs> listen to this. Listen, the to prosecutor? this. No, listen to this, though. After That's going to help his after case. After he yelled that at the, uh, at the prosecutor, deputies quickly subdued Adams with an electrical device. I assume that's a taser. <laughs> <laughs> they subdued him with a taser right in the trial. Yeah, you don't want to yell. God, I was so... when you're be- when you're on trial for murder, you don't want to inte- uh, yell that I should have murdered you instead of this guy that I did murder that you're trying to prosecute me for murdering. <laughs> Dude, seriously, that case is like a juror's wet dream. Yeah. Like you know how when you get jury duty, you usually get some stupid fucking like white crime, white collar crime case that you got to sit for. 
five days and miss work and just be bored. You'd rather even be at work than be there because at least you can surf the internet. Right. That case, I would have loved. To pure juror, yeah. Oh, my God. I but you just... never get that. You get the, No, you, you would get never get that. Ones. But could you imagine, like, the, I mean, there's hijinks going right. on during the yeah. trial. Yeah, the guy's jumping out of his Damn. chair and trying to kill the prosecutor. It's great. And threatening him? Wow. So, uh, yeah, I imagine uh, that guy probably was um, convicted. No, it's his trial's going. This ha- all this it's ongoing. This, this thing in the this thing in the courtroom happened yesterday, so it's ongoing. I mean, he he, there his his defense attorney's not even trying to say that he didn't do it. His defense attorney's trying to say that he was crazy. And so where where did this occur? Denver. Denver. Yeah. God, you got to get points for having it. On He's thirty five uh... too. You always expect that like these crazy, you know. I'm deeply in love shenanigans are committed by, you know, 19 to 25-year-olds or something. But this guy's but, a man, a grown man. Yeah, he's a grown man. Growing psychotic man. But you, you No know, bitch is worth that. You know what I find oddly convenient, but also a little strange, is the fact that this hobo seemed to be walking by at the most inopportune moment of his life. Yeah, wrong place, <laughs> wrong time. But, I mean, what was he doing? Just kind of Was he holding on to the, the hobo, or was the guy just walking by? Just randomly, like, looking through the trash, and he's just like, you know, and then it just got into his head, if I kill this hobo, stab him 31 times, then my girlfriend will love me again. I think once he yelled, what is about to happen is your fault, he, he, he must have had the guy grasp. No, he must have had the guy grasp, because you don't want to yell that, and then have the hobo get away, and then then what do you do? <laughs> maybe Maybe she really disliked homeless people. Maybe she was prejudiced against homeless people, and he thought he was doing her like a civic no, duty. No, no, that doesn't make any sense, because what he yells is, is implying that if she would have stayed with him, he wouldn't be killing the hobo. So that doesn't make any sense. God, you know what? You know what's kind of funny? Another... Maybe she really liked hobos. Well, you know, another cryptic... Uh, pop... Maybe maybe the tie-in to the, the perfect... Maybe... So this guy fucked it up, right? He didn't do it right. He's not getting back together with this girl. Dude, maybe no. I, I don't think he's getting any ass from this. What I asked you is, so you you, once, you you came up with the perfect breakup is you give a girl a puppy, and then I asked, what's the perfect way to get back with a girl? Kill a homeless man. No, because that doesn't work. We, we're, we're reading about <laughs> that right now. But maybe you have a puppy, and you show up outside her apartment, and you say, get back together with me, or I'm going to murder this puppy. Oh! <laughs> Oh, dude, now that, that works. I think we figured it out. God, that's abstract thinking right there. That works. So you bring a dog as like your hostage, like a right. cute little golden retriever puppy. A big Rambo get knife. Back, yeah, get back together with me or, or take that knife from, uh, you know that movie Cobra that Stallone was in? Oh, Remember yeah, that, that was knife? a great knife. Yeah, take that knife and just hold it up to the puppy's neck or the puppy gets it. And people, if you're going to do this, uh, just so you get it right, stand back far enough from the door that you, she can get the whole picture in the people. Yeah, but you kind of want to get a little spray from the juggler. Yeah, but you want her to be able to see Because she's not going to open the door because you're a psychopath, obviously, if you're going to do this. <laughs> so stand back far enough from the door that she can see the entire scene in the people definitely definitely and you might want neighbors around just to for you know added effect i could see yeah but lastly finally my last comment on this i love after he did he committed the murder he's like this is dedicated to the one i love right do you think he's making a reference to that rem song remember that song this one something goes out to the, to one, the, one, the I one, one i love yeah there's, I a, you, there's, that an old, about... there's an old motown song with that line in it too oh really yeah. but i thought the rem song was about killing a homeless person to get an erection it might be michael, I, Stipe, I think michael Stipe was like he had some problems some issues back then so i think it was about killing some homeless people to get an erection so i i i think it's this might be what he's referring to 
this is either inspired by Michael Stipe, or I hope Michael Stipe doesn't uh, get any ideas from this story to do anything, you know, Maybe illegal. Write another song. I don't know. Yeah, please well, don't. There... Please don't write any more songs. Um, if he killed a puppy for some odd reason, I'd find that article even sicker. But since he did, uh, but, kill, uh, <laughs> he did kill a human. I'd just like to make a disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're being facetious. You are. But um, no, I, I guess I'm going to have to give that. That's going to. That's pretty sick. That's pretty fucking sick, and it's original. I'm going to have to give that about a nine. So I think we're uh, tied here. This just goes back to we need people to comment on the show. We need people to email the show because these we're getting too these things we're getting to too many stalemates. I, I think we're at a stalemate here. We can't so be we can't be relied upon to judge for ourselves because we're each going to just you know try and pump we're partial up our to own, our own, we're stories. To our own yeah. stories. But I, I mean these stories are pretty close. So uh, I mean last week I conceded, but this week. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think we're at a stalemate. So people, we invite you to vote. Sick and wrong podcast at hotmail dot com. Or uh, vote through the MySpace page. Either one. Let us know who gets the case of beer next week for Podcast 12. Need beer. Uh, anyways, um, we got to move on here. Uh, we got some uh, listener email um, about this. Uh, about, um, it's an update on the cat stomper, the cat crusher. Okay. And one, one thing My I didn't mention. Last week. Yeah, one thing I didn't mention in the podcast last week. I didn't even think about it, but... Crushing animals in porn, like a woman crushing animals with their feet, is a fetish, like crushing porn. It's been, I mean, there's, you can type in, do a Google search for crushing porn, and you'll get all these, like, you know, gut churning videos that will come up of, like, women crushing slugs, hamsters, gerbils, lizards, snakes. I haven't seen kittens, but I could see that now. It's usually with their feet, right? So it's kind of like well, a with their offshoot, bare feet, but it's yeah. an offshoot of having a foot fetish. A foot fetish, and it's related uh, to that, and a crushing of small insect fetish. Too. So we had brought up during the story or the article. We didn't bring it up. The article said that it might be a political statement, but pretty much what we're saying is that no, it's a sexual thing. This is a sick, it's a sick, twisted, deviant porn fetish kind of thing. So, anyways, um, this uh, listener friend of ours, actually, Christy, sent this in, said that uh, animal rights activists who are enraged about this uh, kitten-crushing video tracked down the high-heeled woman who stomped a kitten to death <clears throat> in the infamous video. Turns out the woman is a nurse at a hospital in uh, China, in a northern China, I can't even say it, Halongzhong province. But, um, yeah, it turns out she's a nurse, and uh, the guy is the guy that filmed it is a producer at Lubai Television, which is a... Uh, a television place there. So yeah, he must he was, be into the fetish. I, I think he was in the fetish and he is funny. He subsequently wrote an apology that was posted on the district's website. I'm sorry. I'm such a creepy perv. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a sick and twisted fuck, but he was involved in the animal stomping video. And though he said he, you know, was behind the camera and not actually doing the stomping himself. You know what D an apology doesn't bring the kitten back. No, sadly, an apology doesn't bring the kitten back. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it doesn't. Well, anyways, uh, thank you for sending in the uh, listener email. Always love to get that. Remember, sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com. And if you find a story that's pretty good that matches our stories, we might even send you a 40 of Mickey's. Or maybe something Irish, like a Shamrock Shake. Yeah. Or Mickey's is Irish. Mickey, what am I talking how about, about? How about we'll mix some Mickey's with some Shamrock Shake and we'll mail it to you. 
Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't rot on the way there. <laughs> what do you call that? Is that an Irish car bomb? I don't know, but we need... No, there's already a car drink called a car bomb. We Irish figure, car bomb? We gotta figure out a new name for that. Yeah, like an Irish, I don't know, fist, fistula or something? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to come up with something. <laughs> I think next week we should be drinking those during the show. A Mickey's, uh, Mickey's Port Mickey's into a Shamrock, Shamrock shake. shake. That's a damn good idea. Yep. Well, until then, uh, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. And, uh, yeah, please go out and get shit-faced drunk and puke all over the girl wearing the beads standing to the left of you. Who's also puking. Because, yeah, it'll be like a train of white people puking. And take a picture and send it in. We'll put it on our website. That's a good idea. Well, until next week, uh, take it sleazy. See you later. Bye.